0: This past week I feel like what has been most prevalent, what I have found myself experiencing and what I have heard many people sharing with me, uh, either directly or indirectly, and I think it's very, very human, but I think it is something that it is very, I find it very healing and beneficial to revisit this uh, every so often, and this is really about what I refer to as mindfully coping with wishing that things were different. I think it's it's very human and very normal as as human beings to want things to be different than they are and especially during this time in history uh, where we are really, you know, on on a global basis. And I know that thing you know, some things are worse in other places and some place some, you know, some places are not it's experiencing this quite as much, but I think overall it's safe to say that, as a global community, we are all dealing with something that is, is has been very very difficult and very very challenging. And this really is is really on two levels. What I find is that it's very easy to wish things were different, just in just in my own life, just in my own experience, and somehow getting caught up in the thoughts that occur behind this. And that's really the most important thing I want to say is that whether it is about, you know, where we live, the world at large, whatever, you know, whatever scope this really occurs in, that it all really comes back to the fact that this is a thought that I have in my head. It's a notion. And I know this may seem overly simplistic, but what I find is, and I don't think this is a huge revelation for anyone, that the suffering that comes from wishing things were different and thinking that somehow I know how things should be and not understanding or not accepting that they are not the way I think they should be and not being willing to embrace it. It, sounds very, it does sound very simple on a certain level, but it really can become something that can kind of, you know, take on a life of its own, it can become more complex because the less that I'm, if I'm not, the less that I'm paying attention to my mind and realizing that any suffering I have because of this, any unhappiness because things aren't the way that I wish or think that they should be, uh, is all really comes from the, the, you know, that this has its roots in first developing thoughts and judgments and opinions about how things should be. And for some reason this week, I have had this opportunity. It's not about anything in particular, but it has really been more about somehow things have happened this week that have really brought me to a place where I have focused on this more than I usually do. And due to practicing mindfulness... On an ongoing basis, it is usually fairly easy. Uh, doesn't always happen though, but it is—it has gotten easier to be able to catch myself in the moment when I am really wrapped up in my thoughts about, you know, things or you know, whatever it is that's happening. If it's not the way I think it should be, or even remotely close to that then I am thinking thoughts about what is wrong and I'm you know and I'm trying to figure out why it's not the way I want it to be and then I'm trying to think about how I can make it whatever it is that's going on or however things are to more closely conform to the way that I think things should be and it really I find that this is something that it it is a struggle not only with things that I can control to a certain degree Uh, It's also just as difficult with things that I can't control. It may even be more difficult with uh, there there being so many things about life that 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 I don't like the way that they are. And I'm wishing that they could be different. But I'm spending... The other thing I want to remember is that I'm spending a lot of time and energy on this. If I'm really focused on it, if I'm really internally reacting to these thoughts that I'm having about how... I'm wishing that things would be different that I'm not embracing the way that they are then I'm really busy living in a future that does not and may not ever exist and it really helps me to get you know to come back here and even if you know things are not the way I think they should be or the way I wish that they would be here I know that I really can't fully live in a future you know, in a future where I'm believing somehow that eventually things will be the way I want it to be. I can't really live there. I can't really, I, it, it's just basically a notion in my head. I know that I can't really live in the future because I'm going to miss out on what is happening right here and right now. And I know even more, it's not just even a sentimental thing. I mean, yes, it is nice to be able to live in the present, to be able to be Really plugged into what is actually going on because this is where you know there is joy here and there is meaning here and I mean and that's and I'm not trying to talk anyone into that. That's just what my experiences have been. I can't guarantee that that's the case, Uh, but I do. I've experienced it and I've talked to so many people who have. uh, Sometimes you know living in an imagined future may you know could possibly. Bring about some feelings of joy or elation in some way, but when it comes right down to it, it's that's somewhere that I'm living in my head. I'm somewhere else. I'm not really here in, in the present moment, at this moment in time. And because of that, what I find is that I can't really put myself in a position of being more open to what is if I am really off in the future. And that's in with where mindfulness practice has really helped so much is that it brings me back. In other words, I can't really pay attention to my thoughts unless I'm here in this moment paying attention to those thoughts. I can't really, if I'm watching my mind and paying attention to what I'm telling myself about the present situation or the current situation, then, then I'm here and that i and i and i really cannot be in two places at once or it doesn't really work very well so i know now that if i the practice just in of itself organically and naturally brings us back here because this is where it's all happening in other words if i am reacting internally to something it's happening now if i am thinking thoughts about you know in this case the way i you know wish things were and trying to tell myself stories about you know how bad it is that things are not the way that I feel that they should be. This is all going on right here, right now. And so, a byproduct in this case of practicing mindfulness is that it allows us. It brings us back to the here and now. I can only watch my mind in the present moment, and I can and as a, as a result of that. It is, uh, you know, I didn't realize it when I first started practicing mindfulness. I just knew that I was paying attention to my thoughts. And I knew that I was watching my own self-talk and seeing my own reactions that take place. And I was really watching this from the standpoint of a third-party witness or a third-party observer. And it took a long time for me to realize that continuing to practice without me realizing it was really more firmly establishing me in the here and now with what's really happening and at a time like now at a time like we you know we are going through currently i know that there are so many things about life that are not the way that they once were before this pandemic uh, became an issue and I know that even, and of course I can say before then, there are always, as humans, we can find things that we wish were, was different and and, and and can really get caught up in that, and the idea here is to realize, and I'm not saying that it's wrong or bad to do this, I just know that what i found in my own life has been that there is a price to be paid for this. And the sooner I can catch myself, if it's something I've decided, that really is not helping me much because if I'm really busy not liking the way that it is and wishing it were different and having my own opinion and idea about how it should be, then I'm really busy focusing on those things and not really here for what's actually happening in the moment, which actually might not be as bad as I think that it is in some cases. Yes, it is as bad as I think it is. But even then, even if that is the case, I know that I'm much more likely to cope in the here and now if I practice coping in the here and now. In other words, and this is really what mindfulness practice is about. It's it's not always going to be a silver bullet. It's not always going. You know, it's it's certainly not a practice that's going to cheer me up. It's not a practice that's going to allow me to delude myself about what's going on. It actually does the opposite. Uh, it really grounds us in what is actually going on, and. I know when I first started practicing, when, when, it, when things were going on that I did not particularly feel good about or was uncomfortable with, uh, it was sometimes very uncomfortable because of the fact that I was paying attention to the fact that it felt like things were uncomfortable and I was having reactions to that and I was thinking thoughts that reinforced negative, negatively The way that I was talking, my own self-talk about that, what it it is that I was telling myself about these situations, and I know that it has been very normal and natural to sometimes get caught up in wishing, and in this, you know, wishing that things would be different in a lot of different ways. You know, wishing that people who you know would accept us that maybe don't. Uh, in some way. We're wishing that you know more people recognized us and uh, uh, appreciated what it is that we bring to the table and what it is that we bring to the world. And you know wishing that life could be the way that it once was. And I know that I can spend all of my time really locked into this, and not really be able to really, you know, really be able to be the best person that I can be in the here and now. Uh, I can have a mind that's really agitated because if I'm really upset about this and I'm fully reacting to not liking the way things are and wishing it was different, then I'm going to really be very constricted. I'm going to be feeling this not only in my mind but in my body, and I will f- be walking around carrying a tremendous amount of tension and won't be very open to how things are and there may be possible solutions and things that actually could help things be a little more the way that I wish that they could be but if I'm not here breathing in and breathing out and paying attention to that and keeping my mind calm and paying attention to the way that I am the way that I'm reacting to what's actually going on I won't really be able to avail myself of any of that and so I think is this situation has gone on with what we're dealing with in the world right now. I feel like in a lot of ways this is just revisiting really a very, uh, very simple but very powerful aspect of mindfulness practice and ultimately mindful coping practice. I, I can find that if I'm aware of the fact that I am needing to wish that things were different then without beating myself up emotionally or judging myself I can just be aware that I'm doing that and remembering that wishing things were different is very seldom. I'm not going to say it never works because I know sometimes we can manifest things that we want to happen, but I find that a lot more times, uh, a lot more, you know, a lot more often than not, uh, it does not help that at all. And what it does, the only thing that it really does ensure is that I am somehow not accepting or embracing what's really going on and I really won't be able to access any of the joy that's here any of the any of the good things that are going on because I'm not here really paying attention to those things I'm not open to it because I am somewhere else having all these thoughts in my head and it's amazing how uh, so much of this can tie up our inner resources I had a you know so a couple of situations earlier this week where I caught myself in the act of you know as I, as I as I had a teacher once talk about how my and it's it's not like it's judging or you know it's not about beating ourselves up emotionally it's just that the idea is to become aware that we're doing this not to to feel bad about ourselves uh, you know or to try to force ourselves to improve it's just that with awareness comes perspective and if I Can be more aware that I'm getting really wrapped up in this and I'm really believing what I'm telling myself about how things aren't the way that I wish that they were. And I want to, you know, things I want to be able to do that I used to be able to do that maybe can't do right now. uh, I'm more likely, if I'm really wrapped up in that and really believing what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, I'm going to be feeling sorry for myself. And um, there's going to be self-pity and when I'm really wrapped up in doing that, I really can't be my best self for anyone. I'm most likely going to not really be available for people. Most likely, I'm not going to be able to make my best efforts, my energy, because of the fact that my energy is being consumed by these negative self, you know, self-reinforcing thoughts of believing that things are not, you know, that things are not the way I wish that they were. And I'm going to basically be in the process of not accepting that. And so it really does, it's it's really weird how this sort of, I guess the word for this would be, it kind of snowballs. And so before I know it, I have created something that's way bigger than it actually is. And the reason that is, is because I'm busy creating that reality in my mind. And the only antidote for that, the only thing that will help me not get carried away with building that big, gigantic snowball of negative, you know, negative, uh, you know, negative reinforcing thoughts is that I just have to be aware that I'm starting to do that. And if I become aware of it, it's simply, I can't really talk myself out of thinking this way. I can't really make that go away. But what I can do is with awareness, at least they kind of shine, it really does shine light on exactly what the truth of the situation is if I'm open to that truth and the only way that I'm open to it is I first have to be aware of what it is that I'm thinking about what's actually going on and if it really does differ from the actual absolute truth of what is going on in any given situation then I'm in a much better position to be able to just to be able to embrace whatever whatever actually is going on. And it might not be comfortable. It might not feel good. Uh, the news isn't always good. But I know that if I am expecting for the news to always be and wishing that the news was always good and that things were going to be the way that I want, the sooner that I can remind myself of that in a healthy way, the sooner that I can be kind and gentle to myself when I find myself wishing that it were different, And this can be about a lot of different things in life. I just, I woke up one day many, many years ago and realized that I was spending a lot of my life's energy and a lot of time with ideas in my head that I was taking really seriously, a lot of thoughts about the way that if I could have this be this way, I would be happy. If this would be this way, if I could have this. If this person uh, treated me the way that I think that they should treat me, If, if I could get what I want, Out of other people, and uh, if I can be able to go and do these certain things that I want to be able to do, uh, then somehow I'm going to be happy. And what I found is it's really been the opposite. The more I've indulged in that kind of you know unconsciously buying into those thoughts, really the more miserable I've been. Because what I found is that the track record. It's not been that great in terms of making things be the way that I wish that they would be. Uh, Most of the time it's not been that way. So I've spent, I've wasted, I know that I wasted a lot of years, a lot of time, a lot of energy being miserable and being unhappy because things weren't the the way that I thought that they should be or wish that they would be or even need them to be. And it it does, it, it can get really complicated if we have invested a lot of time and energy in this and have a lot of thoughts and beliefs and taking our desires really seriously, there's nothing wrong with having desires, I found in my own life. It's just that when I am taking them so seriously and they're front and center and they're essentially the most dominant thoughts that I have, more often than not, there's going to be suffering that's going to be involved. And I'm going to try, I'm trying to find a way to get my fix or what it is that I think that I need to have happen so that I will be happier and the other side of this coin is I found that if I do get the things that I'm really wanting to be the way that I think that they should be at some point it really becomes very empty I can only get so much out of those things and then at some point I'm back here again trying to figure out you know how I'm going to you know be able to uh, to you know to attain whatever it is I think I can attain that will make me happy again or to be able to attain being in a position where things are going the way that I think that they are. And so really it's just a matter of kind of, of, of really stopping the complexity and revisiting the, the simplicity of just being here in this moment. If I can just pay attention to where my feet are planted, what is actually going on. And I start with that and I work with that. Um, and, it, and sometimes it doesn't sound thrilling, it doesn't sound exciting, and sometimes it isn't exciting. But at the end of the day, it is what is actually going on. And what I find is that the more that I can be here paying attention to that and not really, the less I am needing to think about what's going on and just enjoy what there is to enjoy in the present moment, then I find that I actually do experience more joy. The happiness really feels to me more, and maybe this is just splitting hairs, but it seems like it's something that has to be, in order for me to be happy, it's kind of like I have to manufacture something. I need something to be the way that I need it to be. But the joy really tends to come up more, you know, the more that I let go of my preconceived notions about how things should be, that there is more joy there. And I think ultimately that's really where I want to be. That's the sweet spot. And I know that for me, mindfulness practice has allowed me to get through this time where life really has changed and things are not the way that they used to be in a lot of cases, but I'm able to cope more effectively. And I'm certainly not saying I'm perfect. I've had my moments. Uh, There's times where I have really been unhappy about things and found myself being sad or finding myself, uh, you know, feeling like a victim But at the end of the day, what I really find is that, you know, really getting back to the most important part of this, it's really about being present in the here and now and working with whatever it is I have to work with. And and it's really regard—it really is regardless of how I think it should be. And when I can really let that go and just realize that that's just another—it's just that's just another habit. It's just a mental habit. It's a neural habit. It's just something that I've been used to doing. And it's really just based in thought. And that I, when I can take that less seriously and let go of that. It's not that I'm trying to stop doing it because the more I try to stop doing it, more more likely than not I will continue to do it more because that's what I'm putting my time and energy towards and that's what I'm paying attention to. But this is really about being able to you know take these things more lightly and not identify as the person that's having to live with things you know living in a way, living in a situation or in a place where I wish things were different, and then I can really just be here however they are. Because if I have any notions about wishing they would be a certain way, I'm just not taking those seriously anymore. It's easier said than done. And I know that it can be a little daunting to try to figure out how to get to that point where we don't need that that so much for things to be a certain way. But what I find is I didn't have all the answers when I started mindfulness practice. I just started practicing paying attention to my mind and being here. And what I found through that is that it was it was more simple, than I ever realized, but it started and it really ultimately centers around my willingness to pay attention to my own thoughts and to be aware that I'm thinking certain thoughts and that I don't have to believe them anymore. And then even if my feelings generate these thoughts, I can let them go just as quickly as they start. But I have to be here paying attention in order to do that and to relieve them, you know, my own unnecessary suffering that it results from me believing everything I'm thinking about what I'm feeling